Hey everybody, it's Debbie here. Welcome to episode number nine of Uncomfortable. Comfortable conversations around uncomfortable topics. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to episode number nine. In this episode, I chat with Christine Wilde, who is the author of the book, Just Bad Timing. Christine is a passionate writer on paper and in life. She's the host of the podcast, Running Wild with Christine, Sex, Success and Other Slippery Rabbit Holes. Christine and I chat pretty candidly about her experience attending sex parties in Vancouver. We talk about different expectations, what to wear, what you might see and the different rules involved. Like me, if you've never been to a sex party, then you're going to learn a lot. I hope that you enjoy our incredibly fun conversation, but please note that given the topic, we'll be using some very adult language. So make sure to pop your headphones on. so much for being here Christine I'm excited I'm to talk about excited. sex parties yes. yes I don't get to talk about the things that I want to talk about on my, well I mean I do get to but like on my podcast it's always about the other person so I'm like whoa it's about me I can say things it is I know it's all about you today and uh, I'm really excited because I as I was saying I feel like I live in a little bit of a bubble and I don't know that these things happen well, yeah. you know it's like you know but you don't know that these yeah. things happen. It's, it's like another in your world. Periphery. Like yeah. you kind of like notice, but but it doesn't but really register with your brain. Yeah. Yeah. That so, was the case for me for years. Cool. So when did you go to your first? So you've been to two. I've been or? to um, two official sort of ticketed um, formal parties. Okay. Public parties, and then I've gone to two private ones in people's homes. Okay. Yeah. And what was the difference? Well, okay, so the difference is that in the private one, it's obviously invite only, and mm-hmm. someone's vouching for you. Okay. And is going, I'm going to bring you as my guest. But, um, and the public ones, you just get a ticket. Okay. It's like, so a, you, it's like a club any, night. Anybody can go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So... Tell us, I don't know which one you want to talk about most. I can talk about the first one, because that was like, I think that's the hardest thing, is the first one. Yeah. Um, Basically, I, like, because I published my book in March this year, and since then, everything's sort of been very openly about sex in my life, because that's a lot, that's what happens in the book a lot. (laughs) And, uh, And so, like, since my launch, like, there was a guy who was, like, a rope master at my launch, so we Mm. talked about bondage and shibari, like, in a very intellectual level of just like this is where it comes from like blah blah with no implications whatsoever and then just met more and more people who went to these and just kind of they all assumed that I go to them because of the contents of my book and I was just like I am not actually gone to one but okay cool I mean I would so that's a good assumption but yeah and then in August this year I just moved back to Vancouver in July and one of my friends was like where we got tickets for this party one of our friends one of our friends always goes like I think you'd like it and I was like well you're probably right yeah but it was like I don't know something like $40 to get in 
I just moved, so I just had to buy like all my furniture, all my like my car, all these things. I was like, I don't know, forty bucks for a night out, and yeah, it's not like high priority. No, exactly. Budgetless. Yeah. Sex party. For sure. (laughs) But also, I I'm consciously when I decided to move back to Vancouver, I was like, I am not because in my book I described this last two year period in Vancouver as like the most boring and depressed I've ever been, and so when I was moving back, I was like, you have to be very careful to not get to that point again yeah. and to make you know the fun that you've had in the last two years in Europe you got to take it with you okay and so I we had a bit of a housewarming at my house on the Friday night and the party was on the Saturday and I woke up on Saturday so wine hungover and my friend was texting me like are you coming and I was like you know what I'm gonna have such FOMO if I don't go <laughs> if I don't go I'm gonna sit at my house <laughs> drinking wine like drinking anyway so might as well so I booked my tickets like that morning awesome and I don't think I would have gone if I didn't decide like on the spot yeah so I just like and I was like fuck what do I wear so that's that's a good question what (laughs) do you wear (laughs) and what did you wear well um they do give you a dress code I was lucky enough I went to Spank which is uh, one of Vancouver's like Sin City events okay but it's an event that's catered and very accessible to newbies in that there's two sections, so you can get into the dancey part. Okay. Like this one was at the Waldorf. Okay. So you had the downstairs dance yeah. floor, which is like kind of drum and bassy so electro. I've never been to the Waldorf. So it's huge. So, I know. I'd like, love to go. But it's nice, but it's so the next far. Sex party. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. It's For us, West Enders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so there was like a downstairs dance floor and an upstairs, like the downstairs was a little bit of electro okay. and upstairs was more like 90s throwbacks and like happier vibes. Okay. So in those two sections, you could go dressed as anything. Like you didn't have mm. to be in fetish wear. And, oh, and was there a theme? It was fetish. Okay. I, I think there was actually a theme. I can't remember. It was probably like jungle or like they always have a theme, but usually yeah. people just wear fetish wear. Okay. Because there's a third room. Oh. And this is the playroom where you can do pretty much anything with consent. Of right? course. But, yeah. but there are no rules as to what you cannot do because of where you are. Um, so to get into that room, you have to be dressed for the occasion. Ah. And okay. so that's kind of why I liked the event because it doesn't feel like you just walked into a sex dungeon. You know? It kind of feels like you went clubbing. Yeah. And you can go in there... Or not. Or you can get out and just dance if it's too much. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I knew what I was going to wear to the naked part. Like naked. (laughs) To the more naked part. Well, you don't have to wear much. So As women, it's so easy. You just wear your lingerie and your boots. Yeah. Like, it's so easy. (laughs) As soon as you bought some kind of fancy lingerie for some kind of occasion, that's basically what you can wear. Okay. For men, it's a bit tougher because, like... I don't know that many men who own, like, shiny, tight, latex pants yeah. or, like... But it's it can be easy. Like, you can just wear, like, a gilet and, like, a bow tie. You can be a sexy butler yeah, or, like, okay. with some fancy underwear. You just buy them once and wear it to yeah. every event. Yeah. Um, but I had to buy, like, something to wear over top of my underwear. That was kind of fetishy. Like, oh. Because like, I wanted to look the part. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Could you in the other rooms, like... Be in the underwear. Be in the underwear. Okay with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But we're also like middle of August. I'm gonna walk to the like 
the Waldorf isn't in the nicest part of town. Oh, you kind of want to be wearing cool. something more yeah. than underwear. Yeah. Um, so I went to the thrift shop and I remember calling my girlfriend. I was like, ah, like I'm doing this. Um, so I bought this like sparkly skirt or whatever. It doesn't even matter in the end. Um, but yeah, we went there and coincidentally, the fir- my first, like that night, was also my first time doing MDMA. Oh, really? <laughs> Which, you know, don't do things halfway. Um, <laughs> just like package it up. Let's yeah. Just do everything. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, and by the way, I'm 29. It's like really late for your first time doing Molly. Um, <laughs> but whatever. I was with a group that was going to take some and that I trusted. Okay. And so you felt safe. I felt super yeah. safe. The drugs were tested because we have a drug problem in Vancouver and yeah. so like it, everything was just the right and I, I never felt pressure they were like you don't have to but if you feel like it yeah. it's here and so and there was four of us five of us like it you know it just felt like the right call and it was I had a great time and I feel like for a sex party it's you so perfect need that right well, I don't think I don't think need is the right word but it definitely helps yeah um, <laughs> so I'm just waiting in line and we went there super early to not you know not come in because of scavacity and you're stuck yeah. in the east in east van in your underwear and you're, oh my god yeah. um so, so we went super early and we were like some of the first ones in line and i remember i will remember for the rest of my life i'm like standing like the last step before there's like one person or two people in front of us yeah. to get in and like the molly kicked in and all of a sudden i'm just like i put my hands on my chest and like my friend who was responsible for me quote yeah. unquote, <laughs> She looks at me, she's like, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm feeling more. <laughs> and she was like, more what? I was like, more. <laughs> Just more. And so we walked in, and it was still quiet, so it was perfect, because mm-hmm. I wasn't overwhelmed, and yeah. there was just a, a few people dancing. And so we walked straight into the playroom that was like almost nobody so in you there. you first? Well, we, you have to walk through the dance okay. floor, but an empty dance floor is not that, like, yeah. when you, you know. Yeah. So we were like, at least let's go see what the room looks like where yeah. there's not that many people, because yeah. it's going to be less intimidating than walking in when everything's already gone down. <laughs> um, and so we walked in, and there was a few, and, and there was, that's where there's a girl at the door who was, oh, like, yeah. hot, not hot, because you can't just, like, decide to show up and not be in the world and caught you know you kind of have okay. to know the rules to be in that part of the room oh okay. so if you just were someone off the street who bought a ticket came in and just took your jeans off to go in that's not, not okay. the crowd you want okay because you yeah. want people who will follow there's like explicit rules to be in there for your behavior obviously consent is yeah. a huge thing um and where are the rules like do you agree literally to at the them? door everywhere and do you agree to them when you buy the ticket as you well? don't like if you don't follow them you will get kicked out and reported okay. depending on how severe your not following the rules okay was hmm. uh but everyone's made clear of it like it's in the event it's on the tickets it's at the door it's at the door of the it's thing like the it's like very very clear yeah and yeah, so we walked into this room and there was like couches on the right, on the left, and then two spanking stations, which look like if you've ever horseback ridden those things that you put the saddle on. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Um, and then uh, more couches, and then a tiny room with like a beads curtain in front of it. And I was kind of like, "That's my limit. I'm not going behind the beads so curtain." What, ha- what happened? I don't know, but what those people <laughs> don't want you to see, I wasn't ready for. It. I was just like, "Whatever's there." That's a mystery for another day. Yeah, we're we're doing enough right now. This is enough. 
Um, so we just sat there for a little bit and chatted and, and like sort of watched people come in and then we went back to the dance floor upstairs, had a dance with my friends and then everyone kind of started separating. Someone okay. really wanted to get no, 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 but three of us went to What do you mean by no, no, no? Like to get... Someone prefers electro and like super uh, intense beats. Well, I thought someone, you meant someone wanted to just go and like find someone else to. Well, maybe, but it wasn't made <laughs> evident right okay. away. It was more of a musical preference at that point. <laughs> That's an excuse. Yeah, because I think we were the ones who were like we were he- we were going back to the playroom. So I think yeah. if anyone was more like wink wink, oh, it was us. Okay. <laughs> and so we went into there and we sat on this couch and behind us was this like gorgeous woman spanking other people um which was really interesting to watch and then there was another guy suspending other people on this like wheel with rope um and then there was just so like can you tell us what he was doing? yeah you can tell he's standing next to the thing that's his station like he okay you can go ask to be tied up Oh, and he just ties you up in that set, or he like well, that's you, up like, to you too. Or you get okay. You that's up to that? your yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. I was like, this is too much. I'm not getting tied yeah. up today. Um, there are enough things happening in my body. Uh, however, the spanking, I was just like, that seems very like. I don't have to place more like as much trust into that person as yeah. the one who's controlling my entire body. Yeah, and so. It was just really fun because, like, while you're toying with the idea of just, like, do I go up? Do I go, like, can you spank me? Like, how do I say that? Like, you're just yeah. going through all these things where basically just you just have to stand there. Line, like, awkwardly. Basically. <laughs> all, like, yes, Vancouverites love standing in line. Why would a sex party be any different? Uh, <laughs> But it was just, like, there was so much stimulus. Like, I was just didn't know where to, like, look. Like, there was, like, four guys going down on one guy over there. And my head was just, like, like, I've I've had to to do that with one other person. And that was difficult enough logistically. Why would you need four mouths? Anyway. um, (laughs) Just, you have these weird thoughts. All of a sudden, like, that doesn't seem practical. (laughs) I'm sure it feels great for the person. But (laughs) for some reason, you just go straight to the, huh? Why? <laughs> but um, like one at a time. Form a line, please. It's Vancouver. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, and there also there are other parts of the body that you can pay attention to. Maybe that's um, I don't know. Huh? Yeah. Maybe and that was his fantasy, and he was just living that. Out. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. They were having a great time. Okay. Um, and so we we're, we're just, not wanting to bite them, right? <laughs> no. no. And so we're just sitting there thinking, like, wow, this is a lot to take in. Like, because you just don't know where to, like, stop looking. So was it the first time for your friends as well as you? Half of them. Okay. Yes. And so, anyway, we went back dancing. We went back and forth quite a bit. Because, like, everything sort of, like, changed because people would move. So every time Uh you walked into the playroom, something else would be going on. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just as exciting. Um, But basically, like, nothing, I mean, other than getting spanked by um, a very beautiful lady... And then not being able to sit for a couple of days. Um, straight up. Like, sat on the bus the next day and was like, this is a bad idea. And just, like, stood up. And it was Pride weekend. And I just, like, stood on the bus going, oh, my God, if these people knew. <laughs> they probably did. Like, yeah, we know where she was last Maybe. Night. I mean, it was, like, not the, not going home. Like, I was leaving home to go to a Pride party. Yeah. So I, I had changed. But, yeah, it was just, like, I just sat down and... I sat down in, like, the first seats that are, like, sideways, so it kind of goes like this. It was like, oh, no, 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 mm-mm, cannot take my weight on one butt cheek. 
it's bad enough when you've like gone on a bike for the first time yeah. in a long time no. and then you have to sit down I can't imagine what it's both like. my cheeks were like <laughs> so bruised oh, I think I like sent the picture to like all of my friends I was like look at my butt <laughs> they were just like we don't need to see that and I was like but seriously though <laughs> anyway um so that was the the first party and like nothing crazy happened that night okay. like other than that. Yeah. Which was already crazy enough for me. Yeah. You were more, like, observing. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, you're super aroused by the observing. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really need to be a part of anything. And no one is making you be a part yeah. of anything. And yeah. there is no expectation that you should be a part of anything. Yeah. It's just a really freeing space. Because yeah. everyone's doing whatever the f- Sorry, can I swear? Yeah. Whatever the fuck they want. Given the uh, Yeah, yeah it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> I think we're all right. <laughs> I know I can swear on mine, so I don't ask anymore. But, um, yeah, given, given like, the the situation, like, nobody cares what you want or don't, like, yeah. what the fetish is, or, like, yeah. there is no judgment, and everyone is so focused on their, their rules of conduct that... I feel weirder being in a regular club nowadays. Oh, wow. Do you think you do, you feel safer being yes, in that I environment? Yes, I feel safer and, basically yeah. naked in that environment than fully dressed in a nightclub. Wow. 100%. Wow. Like, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, and I did read that because I was obviously reading yeah. it about it before our, we were chatting. And um, I'm sure I read that somewhere else. Like, everybody's very respectful. You know, if and, and someone had written about... In some places, they have a buddy system. Like, you have yeah. to come with a friend. So, if you misbehave and, you know, you try and kind of, I don't know, whatever, ask someone to have sex with you and they say no, but you don't yeah. let them go, then you'll get thrown out. But so will your friend. Yeah. So, that way you'll be better behaved. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Knowing that your buddy's on the line as well. Absolutely. And, like, even in these environments where it's you know a public place with tickets they still have personnel of the organizing team in the playroom making sure that everyone is behaving and that you have someone to turn to right away in case you don't feel safe or or respected or whatever and it's just yeah it's entirely it's entirely freeing because you're wearing whatever you want you're doing whatever you want to yourself and then whatever someone else is letting you do to them yeah um there is no bounds whatsoever like you could be literally just a couple having your lovely vanilla love making yeah in the or corner, in yeah. the corner or be a 60 year old woman with a dude on a leash that you walk like yeah. the, and they all coexist in the same, same space. space like what was the age range actually honestly it like super it, on the upper end super variant mm-hmm. i don't i didn't see many like super young people mm-hmm. Um, I think like sort of twenty mid twenties would oh, be nice. like an average beginning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, every shape, size, ethnicity, gender on all of the spectrum, like yeah. everything, everything you can imagine. Wow. And it's super cool, cool because yeah. like think of clubs or bars. You don't find your like it's always the same people. Yeah. Yeah. A place attracts this kind of person. Like or that nineteen year olds to like mid twenties and then anyone after that's just been like, I ain't gonna club again. Or like even restaurants, you're like, Oh, that's a cougar restaurant because mm-hmm. only like such and such go. Yeah. Or like this is like we put everyone in boxes yeah. and it's always shocked me. I mean you grew up in Europe too, like it's always shocked me how bad it is here. I grew up in Scotland, and I would say the UK is, like, even more really than... It, like, Europe itself, Yeah, people are way more open-minded, I think. Sorry, people from the UK, I'm totally going to offend you here. But, <laughs> like, 
I definitely am way more open-minded since I've moved here. I yeah. think if I had to stay in the UK, I don't even know that I'd be able to have a conversation <laughs> about a sex party, to be honest. Hence the title, Uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> you're, you're UK demon. Definitely. <laughs> this is all for me, right? Um, but yeah, it's so it's actually... Like, I see Vancouver as mm-hmm. a very open city. But again, probably in comparison to many To some places. places. I mean, it's not even the openness. I just, like, was more referencing the fact that if you walk into a bar in Europe, everyone mm-hmm. will be mixed in together. Yeah, yeah that's, that's more true. the case because there's more pub culture. There's yeah. more, like, it doesn't matter how old you are, you all go to the yeah. pub. Yeah. Um, here it's less so. It's yeah. it's more segregated as to like the age bracket or the income bracket yeah. or the you know neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was just really really freeing. And then the the couple other ones that I went to that were like ticketed in public okay. were just you know just the same. Yeah. So a little less overwhelming than obviously the first time I did Molly in the first yeah. six I went to. <laughs> but there was still like everything was just like that so it's not like it was a one-off where it just yeah. was warm and comfortable also because I was high it was just like they all feel that way oh wow okay. um and and uh, and yeah it's just a really interesting thing to put yourself outside of your comfort zone and be uncomfortable yes. like practice being really uncomfortable yeah. for the evening like one thing um and I'm sure lots of people going there feel this way and uh, like there's such a big thing thing about body shaming right mm-hmm. now, you know, and like you, I don't even want to wear a swimsuit because I'm like, oh god, I could probably do it losing weight. Oh god, you could see sa- cellulite. Part of me would love to experience a sex party, and then the other part of me is like, oh god, I'd have to wear my underwear. Like all those thoughts go through your head. They like, do. Th- as soon as you get there, does that change? Like, it does. I mean, I'm a bad example. <laughs> I'm a really bad example because I have like zero consciousness of my body. <laughs> like I used to be forty pounds heavier and I didn't notice. Wow! I was just like, awesome. "Look at me in my swimsuit." Really photos, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> and I remember me at that beach going, "Oh my god, this is the best ever! I look hot." Blah blah blah. And I look at the photos now and I'm like, hmm, "You lived in France. You ate a lot of cheese and bread." Like, <laughs> I mean, I regret nothing, but still, on the photos, it shows. Um, but inside of me, like, I have no... So I'm a bad example in that yeah. sense, and that I wouldn't... But I took a friend who is usually very self-conscious, yeah. and um, she was wearing a dress, like a very sort of skimpy dress that she would wear under something else in real life. Okay. And then um, uh, suspenders, like garters. Yeah. And that was kind of her outfit, with this, like, strappy dress yeah. and, and everything. And she was, she was telling me, she's like, I don't feel anything. Oh, wow. Like, because you can so wear a mask, really you can wear, yeah, you feel, because yeah. it's also, it's dark. Yeah. Oh, okay. So and also, like, nobody tell. really cares. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so much happening yeah. that, like, your cellulite is the last thing on their <laughs> mind. And honestly, everyone is into, this is going to sound so fucking cheesy, but, like, I feel like everyone's, like, into the energy of the person. Yeah. Like, there's no, because you don't know what they do, who they are, you'll never yeah. see them again. You yeah. don't care. Yeah. So it's like, oh, for some reason I'm digging you right now whatever the reason is yeah do you want to do such and such yes no whatever yeah. and there's no there, like honestly i don't think anyone even thinks like you can be like <laughs> it's just really funny because at the second one i went to this organizer was like oh my god huge carp like and someone's car <laughs> then she lifted her face up and she was like that's you you have that like they knew each other and she had <laughs> and so it was just this like super 
pleasant exchange of just like, oh my god, how, like, yeah. like good for you, congrats. And, yeah. and I was just sitting there like, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I love it. Because when do you ever get to have like positive reinforcements from strangers in not a necessarily sexual way? Like, yeah. yes, he's erect because something else is going on. Yeah. Or she's just walking by. Being like, whoa, being like, yay. That's awesome. <laughs> And I just yeah, yeah, your penis. Right? She's like, ooh. Um, to be fair, it was huge and noticeable. Um, but still, like, it's just, yeah, I don't think, I think it's a super freeing experience yeah. for anyone. And what about the rules? Like, what generally are the rules? I'm assuming they're fairly, um, like, each party's pretty similar yeah they're all the same i think i even like opened an event just to, Ooh, to think yeah so rule number one absolutely no uninvited inappropriate touching look mm-hmm. but don't touch do not invade the space of anyone engaged in kink play feel free to ask anyone anything but be respectful and make sure to give or take no as an answer gracefully yeah. kink equals consent if anyone is crossing a line or not being respectful please bring it up immediately with staff security who will handle it anonymously and quickly the, the entire event is a kink-positive space, so feel free to get your kink on with a willing partner wherever the mood takes you. No judgments, no barriers, just fun. But keep the, yeah. the guidelines in mind. Essentially, that's that. Okay. That's, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so, when, like, when you went to your other party, so your first one, mm-hmm. you didn't really get up to too much other than some spanking. Yeah. For your next parties, did, did that progress? Um, to the public ones it didn't only because I took more friends Mm. so I was really enjoying the fact that they were experiencing this okay so it was less of like I have an active sex life right now have had for the last few months so it wasn't like I needed to yeah you're not going for that and not those days anyway I could one day yeah but um but yeah, in those moments, it was more about their experience and sharing that with them. Yeah. Uh, but then there are other situations, and yes, 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 I have partaken in fun things in the last few months. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. Um, so if we buy your book, will we read about it? Yeah, that? well... Tell us a little bit about your book. The book. <laughs> um, the book is pre-all of this, but okay. there is... So the book is a memoir. Mm-hmm. It's about my personal life. Um, very, very non-censored, non-filtered... Stuff you didn't ask to know, but now you do. Um, <laughs> hi, mom. Uh, yeah, how did your parents react? I am very lucky. My parents don't speak English. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So I'm waiting until I translate it for a very long time. Sorry, French people. No book for you. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, published in every country. Just not in French. Language, uh, That's hilarious. But, um, yeah, no, they're fine. It's it's really, I think, a book that's about, like, a, I just didn't see any of my experiences reflected in anything around me. Mm-hmm. Like, I found that when women talked about sexuality in an open way, it had to be humor. It had to be Amy Schumer. It yeah. had to be Chelsea Handler, um, or or it had to be poor me, or it had to be something. And yeah. I was just sitting there going, I have no framework. I have no reference. Um, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, yeah. but like going through, you know, the last basically decade, which was like eighteen to twenty eight. Yeah. You're just going through so many things that you have no frame of reference to. Like your parents had you already. Like yeah. you're maybe not anywhere near a career or an engagement or be, like what you yeah. thought you would be so close to your 30s because that's what we grew up with at least yeah. in my, my generation yeah. 
And so it's, it's like a really episodic, funny way of telling stories, but also huge philosophical questions that cause existential crises to a lot wow. of people. Sorry. <laughs> that was the reviews. It was like, oh my God, I had to rethink everything. I was like, I'm sorry. But also, what did you learn? Because I learned not much. <laughs> More questions. <laughs> It's like, please, in your reviews, tell me what you learned from my book so that I can learn. So that I can see it your way. <laughs> and the book, just for people yes. who are curious, is called Just Bad Timing. It's available right. on Amazon. On Amazon, Kindle, Kobo, iBooks, all of the places. That's right. In awesome. print as well, but through oh, the cool. e-places. Okay. And, um, and yeah, so the next one will contain all of this stuff, um, yeah. which is really fun because I'm writing it now. Yeah. Um, it'll take a few years to come out because this one's such a baby. It's, it's just been out. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it's a, I think it's a fun read and it's a really good, and this is other people saying, but I'm saying it also, screw it if I'm arrogant. Um, no, say what you want. No, ju- no judgment on this podcast. Yes. This is the whole point. The thing is, is I've, I've had guy, I've had a lot of guys read it. Okay. I was really it's hoping it wouldn't be a chick flick, a yeah. chick book, but a chick wrote it. So, you know, sometimes yeah. you fall into that. Yeah. Um, and I've had a lot of guys read it and be very open to, you know, spending time sitting with your feelings and mm-hmm. sitting with these questions because they don't have a space as socially oh. accepted for that. Yeah. Yeah. We have female friendships, if you're lucky enough. Yeah. We're conditioned to look for them. They don't have a, like, mm-hmm. and, and anyway, this is a long story. I could talk about that forever, but. <laughs> it's a whole topic. It's a whole other episode. <laughs> we'll do another episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they were like, it was the perfect way to bring up sex on dates mm-hmm. and with friends. And like, I, like a typical example is like, I talk about the fact that I had my first orgasm very late mm-hmm. and not by myself. Yeah. And, um. And that's a topic that affects, like, more than half women. Totally. Like, more than 50% of women yeah. are affected by pre-orgasmia or anorgasmia. Yeah. One of my... I want a future episode to be on why it's so hard for women to orgasm. So, if there's anyone out there who would like to talk to that, yeah. That's yeah. definitely something, for sure, because... I feel that pain. All I can say is thank you to the rampant rabbit that was featured in Sex in the City. Yeah. <laughs> we all yeah. own that rabbit. Yeah. Uh, no, but like this is the thing. Like I always had a, um, a very interesting time talking to my girlfriends because I've always been so open, always had a lot yeah. of toys and still couldn't orgasm yeah. until oh, my wow. mid-twenties. And like still orgasming by myself is difficult because of my brain. Yeah. Um, not like physically everything functions. And so that topic became easier to talk about because they were like, hey, did you read that chapter where Christine's talking about so-and-so? Yeah. It's just a good springboard to actually have those conversations. Conversation. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Which is why we do our podcast. Which exactly. is why we yes. do everything <laughs> is to make those difficult conversations just easier. a little bit easier. Definitely. Yeah. And do you think, um, like you're probably going to go to more sex parties. I'm yes. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm curious to know though, have they actually, like, you said you kind of feel that arousal when mm-hmm. you get there. Even if you're not really taking part, mm-hmm. do you think that's actually going to benefit and make orgasm easier for you? Yeah, I think so. Because, like, even if, um, how do I explain it? So I think it's just, like, a really good way to introduce yourself to what other people do, mm. which isn't porn, which isn't there yeah, to yeah. sell you anything. It's yeah. just other people getting and giving pleasure. Yeah. And so for me, just being in an environment where... You know, you might think something that you like is weird. 
Yeah, and then you can't. And then you see someone else being like the same reaction as you, and it's just like a place where everything can be very sort of. you can stop overthinking shit. Yeah. Like, because that's our big thing, is like, we yeah. go like, oh, how do I look in this position? Which is retarded. Like, yeah. no one's ever thought about that <laughs> while they're fucking you. It's like, is there a fat roll? Like, that's so, yeah. so stupid. <laughs> Getting to that point where I can turn my brain off and trust somebody is, like, going through those experiences is totally helping because yeah. I'm, I'm like, all of these, we're all the same. Yeah. I'm, like, hoping there's lots of hating moths. Like yeah, because there I are so many. So done with shaving. I don't want to get laser for a bizarre reason. Don't. But I don't. And it's like, but it's like, can we just have pubic hair again, please? Yeah, we do. They like, do. Please we do. Me. Like, you I'm can stop. Done. I'm, I'm officially giving you permission to stop. <laughs> because like I do it once every four months. <laughs> like literally, gonna be in a bikini for a week. If I'm more yeah. comfortable. Other person, you you can have access, or like if I'm granting you access, you're welcome. Yeah. Like, no. (laughs) Have you done all of your grooming? No. And in case you did, I'm like, did you want to? Yeah. If you didn't, you should stop. And if you did want to, then then don't expect me to want to. I know, I know. I know. It's just one of those things. Like, I really hope if I went to a sex party, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not shaving anymore because everybody else is just like clearly. Honestly, yeah. Everyone's like, even like armpits. I I draw the line. I'm still gonna shave my armpits. Yeah. Um. But dude, I'm very happy for you if you manage to get away from this capitalistic bullshit (laughs) of just like spending money on this crap. Like, no. I know it's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> another couple of questions before we wrap Tell up. Me. I feel like we could, I could keep going forever. Yes. So many questions. But um, safety and yes. consent. Yes. At these parties. Yes. Was there anything that you had to do ahead of time? Like, I'm always curious. Do you need Mm-mm. to show that you've been tested recently for STDs? And no. um, I'm assuming you always have to use condoms. Or basically, you. I mean, in the if you're going to have sex, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the public ones, I think unless you're a couple that's going together, mm-hmm. um, I've seen most people wear condoms, but it's not like a rule. Oh, okay. Like, you do you. Yeah. You're responsible for Which your safety. Just, like, be smart about it. Yeah. yeah. I think in some of the parties, especially, like, I haven't attended, obviously, because I'm single, but um, in some of the more swingery party, mm-hmm. where everyone comes as a couple and there are no single people and, you know, you're meant to yeah. exchange. Yeah. Um... I think that some of them do have rules because, like, you know, kind of like in porn, like, if yeah. you all decide not to wear condoms, you all have to, like, be yeah. checked yeah, and yeah. clean. But in general, I find that, that it's easier to have, con- like, it, there, there's just condoms everywhere also okay. at these parties, so why wouldn't yeah. you? Like, Definitely. what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like if anyone smart. I didn't know approached me without one, I'd be like, haha, yeah. jokes. <laughs> no. Nice like, try, you dude. could be, I don't know who is, like, the standard of an attractive person right now, but whoever you think is the most hottest person, yeah, still wouldn't do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, no? Fair enough. No, that's awesome. <laughs> I was just so curious, like, do you have to prove these things no, when you no. go in? Um, there's and, always a thing of risk, right? Even yeah. if you don't go to a sex party, the minute you hook oh, up with someone yeah. new, there's a always risk. Always a risk, right? Always. Um, so you said you're going to probably go again. Yes. Just curious, is there any particular experience you're looking to have yes. at the next one? Or a theme that you want yes. to go? Or both? So since then, I've actually had an experience with bondage, not at a party, mm, okay. with someone. Yeah. 
Um, and so I think I would actually, because what was really fascinating at the first party was that it was a suspension. Yeah. So you can be um, tied up in a bed. Yeah. You can be tied up to a bed. Yeah. Or you could be tied up to like a beam. Like, yeah, something and coming from the ceiling. Yes, right? or okay. from, he in this case had kind of like a rig that was like a circle. Oh. So he could like tie her hands or her legs and then like she turn her. Oh. All these, yeah, yeah it was okay. very cool. Um, and so I think like that's my next big thing is the suspension. Ah. I just don't know if it's going to be at a sex party or at a, a party, at a, somewhere, somewhere somehow. Else. But um, that's that's my next big thing that I want to do. Cool. I mean, I'm a little worried because like bullet flow. <laughs> <laughs> I have these like normal people butts. <laughs> but yeah. but this is the one thing I will say if you're trying bondage, try it with someone who knows what they're doing. Okay. Nerves. Yes. Um, but there are lots of courses around in Vancouver. Really? That's a, yeah, there's a studio. I haven't been yet, but it's called The Space. Okay. The Space 2, I think. And they have, like, workshops and teach you the basic knots and oh, all wow. that stuff. And you can get rope and, yeah. Okay, well, I'll find that and I'll put it in the show. Yeah. The only one I'd ever seen, but I don't even know that they go as far as bondage is the art of love. They do. do they? they do. Okay. They have a rope. Looked in a long time at their They actually, stuff. I looked at their stuff this week because one of my guests on my podcast yeah. uh, might be speaking there during TED. Cool. And um, they have a beginner's rope workshop coming up in the next couple of weeks, oh, I think. Interesting. I know okay. I'm working that day, which is why I dismissed no. the date from my brain. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, they have cool stuff at the end of loving. Yeah, I do like that store. It's mm-hmm. pretty cool. That's awesome. So if someone wanted to attend a sex party who had never done it before, what kind of advice would you give them? How do they get involved? So you can look up, I think the most uh, accessible group in Vancouver is called Sin City. Okay. And they have both Sin City and Spank events. They're slightly different mm-hmm. in terms of like the rules. Um, Spank is the kind of event that I attended. So if that sounds cool, check them out. Yeah. Another advice is bring someone you're comfortable with. Yeah. It doesn't have to yeah. be a partner. It doesn't yeah. have to be someone you've ever seen naked. Maybe just like a just a judgment-free or... friend yeah. or, or, or someone who's gone before. Not necessarily. Like, it doesn't matter. You can literally go to newbies. No one's going to know. Yeah. And and you're going to love it. Um, but, um, yeah, just, just go with someone who's not going to make you feel shitty. Okay. Like anything yeah. that you're trying, you, oh, yeah. right? You want to not go see that movie that someone's going to hate with them. Because and they're why just going to sit and yeah. talk through it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the same thing. And, and just have fun. Yeah. And like, honestly, no one cares if you do nothing. Like, just, you like, know what I mean? And just watch. Yeah. Yeah. You, can you, can't, you can't touch yourself by yourself. That's, a, that's another rule. Oh, you can't? No solo walking. Okay. Okay. Because that's creepy. That's true. Unless you ask someone if they want you touching themselves while you're looking at them or kind of thing um, like if it's a so would you go into a separate room for not necessarily no. you could have okay. it there but you just need to have a conversation you right. can't just be like creeping on someone else's conversation and yeah. cracking yeah. yeah I think that's more of a guy problem maybe I'm mm-hmm. gendering here but you know yeah I can't really see a woman doing that this is true but and that's other things are more interesting in the room yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know like, I'm not saying women don't mess with we definitely do but there are other things to play with around yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. there are lots of penises yeah toys oh my gosh this woman had the like most physically violent orgasm I've ever seen like whoa because she was blindfolded on the spanking station like on a horse yeah and there was this woman spanking her from behind another woman holding a wand like a wand like those 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 powerful Okay. from the front and blindfolded and 50 people watching <laughs> wow I was just like so proud of her I was like she orgasmed so quickly and so beautifully I was yeah. like so I was like 
Yes. Like, she just supported like, in the corner. Walking on a climb. She yeah, she took off her blindfold and collapsed onto our couch and was just like, did you guys see that? And we're like, yes. And she was like, wasn't that amazing? And we're like, yes. And we're like petting her and she was like, this feels great. And we're like, you, you, you girl. Yeah, you did so well. It was such a supportive environment. Not joking. Everything That's is awesome. okay. Okay. I like some cuteest thing. <laughs> the next one I go to, I'll text you. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, it's so funny because since I've talked to that, so many people have been and like, I've always it. wanted, and I'm like, what am I going to go to the next one with my 10 last Tinder dates? <laughs> like, hey, everyone, I'm your gateway drug to sex parties. You could start your own app. Like, you, know, you can start your own sex parties. Yes, I definitely could. My roommate wouldn't be a huge fan of that. No. <laughs> you have to rent a space, you know. Just like get my own sex dungeon. Totally. Who knows? Well, there's some great clubs in Vancouver that I'm sure. sure you could rent out. Like, dear yeah. God, this is like a whole business. <laughs> you gotta start. Especially because you've got the book, you've got the podcast. Like, you know what? We should do a joint one between <laughs> our, all of our guests, all of us. It's just like, it's like the podcasters' sex party. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be a great name for that somewhere. There's gotta be some kind of pun. We'll try to come up with it before it comes out, you guys. We want to put it in the description. But it's funny how, like, probably since you've started going yeah. talking to people, they're like, "Oh my god, I've always wanted to do that," or "I've been curious." Like, why do you think it's actually hard for people to talk. admit or talk about that? You know, until someone else has had the experience Mm -hmm. and opens up. I think it's like anything. I talk about this in an episode of my podcast that's going to come out in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. uh, with a guy who works on webcams. Okay. He's a sex worker. So I was talking about why do people have such a big sort of like reticence to talking to or about sex workers. And I I said, I like in a sort of sentence that just came out of me, I didn't really think about Mm -hmm. it, but I was like, oh, this morality thing. And he was like, no. I don't think it's morality. I think it's fear. Mm. And I was just like, you're so right. Because it's actually like morality is that. Like the fear of someone else's judgment. The yeah. fear of the repercussions of like your family yeah. no longer talking to you or losing your support system or yeah. whatever. It's, it's less bad with sex parties than sex, than sex work. But it's still the same base. It's like, mm-hmm. do I am I legitimate in my wants and needs and my desires? Am I yeah. the only one who feels this way? Yeah. Um, I mean, Catholic guilt oh, because you grew up going to whatever. Yeah, yeah. Pointing at myself, right? There. No, but you because you might be enjoying it and then have three days of like guilt shaming yeah. yourself in your own bed. It's like worse than a coke come down, yes. and then like you just you're like, why am I doing this to myself? And you forget that I actually had fun in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's it's fear, and mm-hmm. the the more this this is why I was so happy when you were like, hey, I want to talk about uncomfortable things. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I have so me. many. <laughs> Like, yeah. all of my straight, heteronormative, monogamous friends now have an easier time when I'm like, oh, I met someone, and we're not monogamous, and this is what happened, and I'm going on this other date, blah, 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 And they're like, okay, so how does that feel? They're no longer like, that makes no sense. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, ah, okay, it doesn't, no. it's not computing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think the fear kind of dissipates when yeah. you realize... It's just like a nightclub, but with more leather and less yeah. clothes. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe some penis action. Yeah. And you be able to get laid. Yeah. Know, like. Which is why you go to nightclubs in the first place. <laughs> like, know. you know what's ever gone to dance. You can dance in your living room. Like, <laughs> if you really, or, or a dance class. Yeah. Like, we go to be social, and so I don't, like, I don't see the difference anymore. Yeah. Like, obviously, practically I do, but, like, 
all of the fear and the nerves and the jitteriness. Yeah. I honestly don't even understand anymore where it comes from because it's so beyond like this other world that you come into when when you just start doing what you want and not caring what other people think. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Amy, thank you so much for opening my world. Yay! I'll definitely open We will do another podcast episode once Debbie's gone to the next (laughs) next party with me. And we'll reverse it. Sadly, my parents do speak and read English. We'll have it on mine. You can just hide it. (laughs) We'll have it on my podcast. And my dad (laughs) listens to my episode. Sorry, dad. I'll I'll pre-warn him. Yes, do not go listen to Running Wild with Christine (laughs) ever. <laughs> or if you do, do not tell me. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, just totally. You're welcome to listen. Yeah. Just don't tell me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Never acknowledge it happened. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. It's so been welcome. a pleasure. Yes, and it has. Can't wait for the next. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I really hope that you learned something new or got a little bit out of your comfort zone in this episode. Feel free to connect with Christine. She's over on Instagram at Running Wild with Christine, on Twitter at Christine Wild underscore, and Facebook at Christine Wild JBT. You can catch her podcast, Running Wild with Christine, Sex, Success, and Other Slippery Rabbit Holes, over on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash Running Wild with Christine. And don't forget to head over to Amazon to pick up a copy of her book, Just Bad Timing. I'll make sure to add all of these links in our show notes. Now, if you enjoyed our conversation, then feel free to let us know in the comments section over on our website, uncomfortable.blog, or you can head over to any of our social media channels. We are on Facebook and Instagram at uncomfortable.blog and we're on Twitter at uncomfy underscore podcast. You can also support our podcast by signing up to be a patron and pledging a small $5 per month so that we can keep on running. Visit uncomfortable.blog forward slash donate for more information. Thanks again for listening. Now go forth and get uncomfortable.